Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today was Dealer's Choice Sunday. Dealer's Choice Sunday. There were two games running just about concurrently in the afternoon, opposite Chicago, and in the evening. And you got to choose which game you wanted based on whatever factor you chose to factor in. The early games were South Bend and Tennessee. Anderson Espinoza acquired in the acquired for Jake Marisnik. It wasn't a in the Jake Marisnik trade. It was for Jake Marisnik. There when it's two for one or one for two, then it's in the trade. But um when it's one for one, it's Anderson Espinoza was acquired for Jake Marisnik. Uh and the other early game was Tennessee with Keegan Thompson going against the Trash Pandas. At night it was going to be Really, this was a tough call. Keegan Thompson or for Myrtle Beach, um, Daniel Palencia. Daniel Palencia was acquired in the trade for Ah, Palencia, where the hell did he come from? (laughs) See, I forget once in a while. Palencia came over in the Andrew Chafin trade from the A's. And he had pitched in low A there. Comes over, pitches low A here. And one of the catches with... Um, Daniel Palencia, they are very concerned about developing his arm, which really doesn't have a lot of innings in it. So they have, well, honestly, three of the four starters today, they are very concerned about innings. Three of the four pitchers, they are very concerned about innings. And it kind of played. It kind of played in all three games. Uh, I will start at the top. Keegan Thompson started for Iowa. Folks, he's ready. He's ready. Um, He retired all 13 hitters he faced. He's ready. (laughs) Alex Cohen, it's like he's on... uh, He's substituting Keegan Thompson in for his commentary on Justin Steele. He's ready, folks. What more do you need? He's, He's not... He's not giving up base hits. He's not giving up runners. He's not giving up runs. He's not. Nobody's doing anything against him. He's ready. It's a matter of getting his arm extended so he'll be able to go three or four innings at the major league level. And is he ready for that? I don't know. It's going to depend upon if he gets hitters out at the major league level. But he's getting hitters out at the minor league level. 13 for 13 tonight. Uh, seven strikeouts. Probably could have gone further, but they had no interest in that. They let him face one extra hitter in the fifth. Took about seven or eight pitches, but he got the out. Then he turned it over to Dakota Meccas, who would turn it over to Dylan Maples. By the time Keegan Thompson left, he 
had a healthy lead. Abiatal Avellino, uh, two for four with the run scored. Alfonso Rivas, two for four, one run scored, two RBIs, one walk drawn, two for two with the bases loaded. He is now 11 for 17 with the bases loaded. Just in case you missed that last five seconds, I will repeat that. Alfonso Rivas this year with Iowa, with the bases loaded, is 11 for 17. Hmm. Note to self. Evelino had a double. Um, Taylor Gushu, uh, two for five, one run scored, three runs driven in with a double. To the 10th, Cubs, I-Cubs threatening for their third no-hitter of the season. And an absolute bloop in front of the left fielder. Really nothing Zach Davis could do about it. He tried, he dove, but it landed, it fell. Three batters later, game over. Um, I-Cubs win 10 to nothing. Keegan Thompson, he's ready. Um, let me see. Three games against the Reds. Uh, not sure what the order will be of the pitchers, da-da-da, whatever. Uh, then you get a day off. Then you have presumably six or seven more games in a row. I don't know what. Uh, Keegan Thompson ought to be ready to take a roster spot. Um, what would it be? Uh, won't be in the Cincinnati series. I would imagine they would probably push him back a bit. Let's see, Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday or Saturday. Um, yeah. Saturday, maybe Sunday, somewhere around. He he should he should pitch in the series in Wrigley. I'm not even sure who that is. I um uh, no idea, really, absolutely no idea. Um, yeah, Iowa, kind of a paint by numbers game. They got out in front. They stayed out in front, and um, Omaha didn't really push them. Uh, ten to nothing. Nice, very nice game. Keegan. Uh, Keegan Thompson pitched for Iowa. For Tennessee, it was Cam Sanders. I have Keegan Thompson written down again. Cam Sanders, five hits, five innings pitched, three runs, three earned, three walks, six strikeouts. That's an absolutely normal outing, and Keegan Thompson has a tendency to not do normal outings. Now, here is your education piece for the day. I like to throw an education piece in once in a while. Eric Yulman, for his first couple of years, well, 2020 doesn't really count, but 2019, the Cubs tried to use him as a starter. Start of 2020, they tried to use him as a starter. I don't think there was any intention of him ever being a starter, but when you use a pitcher as a starter, he gets the 50, 60, 70 pitches. He gets to use his secondaries. He gets to use his tertiaries. He gets to use all of his pitches, play with them, mess around with them, see which ones work, see which ones don't, and have a very long extended look at what's going on, what he should keep, what he should not keep. Now, after a while, after not doing very well in the Tennessee rotation this year, he's been booted to more short relief. Today, two innings pitched, one hit, no runs, three strikeouts. Much, much 
much, much better as a two-inning guy. Uh, don't know for sure, but I would imagine his velocity is probably <coughs> bumped up a mile per hour or two. But he's pitched a whole lot better. I think Mick was saying his ERA as a starter was like 5.7. As, as a relief pitcher, he's like 2.6 or something like that. He's been much better. It's a good idea for pitcher with pitchers to let them start for as long as you can possibly justify it. Then eventually, once they've proven, no, really, I can't start, then you move them to the bullpen, whether it's injury, whether it's ineffectiveness or whatever. Tennessee, again, the offense had a really nice night. Um, Nelson Maldonado, 4-1-2-2. Brennan Davis scored twice uh, without a hit. Also had an outfield assist. Oh, 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 I'm going to jump back to the I-Cubs I game. Michael Hermosillo, Nick Martini, five runs scored, no hits. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, so Brennan Davis, 0 for, 2, 0 for 3, two runs scored, one walk, one very nice outfield assist. It was definite medium deep right, and he served it right. The catcher, once he caught the ball, all he had to do was let the runner slide into it. It wasn't a matter of he had to move it from up here to down there. It was it was exactly where it had to be. Chase Strumpf had a day. Two for four, three runs scored, four RBIs, one walk, home run. I'm going to have to check his OPS in the morning. He might be approaching the point where he's about break even in the league. He's not there yet, but he might be approaching the point where he almost might be kind of close. Uh, Christopher Morrell, one four four, a home run, two RBIs. Tyler Payne, five one, Ugh. two two. Um, yeah, a, a nice game all across the board from Tennessee. Built up a lead, got a tiny bit close, and they busted it open. There's a little bit of a beanball war. Uh, Brennan Davis got hit by pitch in the ear flap, and someone else got hit. Uh, one of the Nelsons got hit in the ribs. I think it was Velasquez got hit in the ribs and did not want to move, just didn't want to move. Uh, Tennessee wins 12-3. to South Bend was actually the game I selected because I wanted to listen to Anderson Espinoza, who was acquired for Jake Marisnik. Was not a great day for Espinoza. The first batter reached on a cheap hit. Um, Bryce Ball, who's really not a first baseman, didn't make a play that Tyler Derna would have made. Um, so Espinoza was pitching out of the stretch from the get-go. Walked a couple guys, got a couple strikeouts, gapper double, and got pitch counted in the first inning, went two-thirds of an inning. Um, the bullpen generally did pretty well. Scott Kobos, two innings pitch, no runs. His ERA is now 0.71. Get him to Tennessee. Uh, you know, th there's going to be more moves. There's going to be people going from um, Iowa to Chicago. And since there's people going from Iowa to Chicago, that means there's going to be people going from Tennessee to Iowa. Hashtag um, Kane Eckert 
And when that happens, Scott Kobos might might as well go up to Tennessee because he, he's he's better than I, I don't know that he's better than Tennessee, but he's certainly better than South Bend. Let, let him try there again. Uh Alexander Canario late double and scored. South Bend loses six to one. Nothing too much here to get upset about. They got beaten by a pitcher who has had a lot of bad outings this year. Got over pitches for strikes. Um if you weren't going to follow the Iowa game, you could have watched the Myrtle Beach game on Comcast Sportsnet. And since they were playing the Charleston River Dogs, a Tampa Bay affiliate who had not lost or split a season since early June, series since early June, and it went to this game three to two with uh, Charleston leading. You, you would assume that Myrtle Beach would get their brains kicked in. And Anderson Espinoza, three and third innings. Th- no, 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 not Anderson Espinoza. He pitched in, he pitched in South Bend. Uh, Daniel Palencia. Daniel Palencia, three and a third, three hits. Um, three and a third, four, three earned runs, four hits, one walk, five strikeouts. Anything he gives, I'm good with. He's um, he's pretty much extended, about to the extent that you want him to be extended. Um, you know, p- pitch him three innings, four innings, uh, maybe as much as four innings. Uh, get him in, get him out, and cool. I'm glad he's uh, he's in the pipeline. Uh, Dan Dalton Stambaugh and Dowell. Rodriguez kept the game close. The offense, well, Myrtle Beach trailed 6-1 to one to the bottom of the eighth. Then the offense kicked in. They scored three in the eighth to cut it to 6-4. Then they scored five in the, no, 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 bottom of the seventh. They're down 6-1. to one. Scored three in the seventh. Five in the eighth to push it to nine to six, which is what they won it by. Uh, Jordan Wogu, two for five, three RBIs. Jonathan Sierra, two for five, one RBI. Pablo Aliendo, two for four with a run scored. Kevin Made, two for four, two runs scored. Made had a double of the 13 hits. That was the only non single. Everyone had at least one hit. Late, 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 late in the game, Gabriel Jaramillo pitched two scoreless innings. And remember why I was saying about Scott Kobos, how he belongs a level up? When Scott Kobos goes up to Tennessee, Gabriel Jaramillo can take Scott Kobos' spot because when a guy is better than level, move him up. When a guy's better than a level, Move him up. It was a nice, nice night. Three, three of four. Um, something learned in each game. Yeah, e- even even with South Bend losing six to one, you still learn something, and that Scott Cobos still probably belongs a level higher. Uh, he might not be ready for Tennessee. He wasn't the first time, but you you just send him back up and try it again, because that's what the different levels are for—to try to learn stuff. 
It does no good to have a player crushing a level, not learning anything. Might as well have him move up and test himself. Um, three or four. Three or four in the pipeline. Very good. Very nice. Uh, offense eventually showed up in three of the four sites. The pitching was very good in two of the four sites. And if you toss out the first inning where uh, Espinosa got um, cuffed around rather solidly in South Bend, it went pretty well then. The bullpen was fine for Myrtle Beach, too. Um, again, generally a very good game. Either 10 minutes before this podcast or during the podcast, I had an idea that I began thinking, you know, I've got to do a podcast on that. And right now I have absolutely no idea what that idea was. So I will probably have a podcast shortly after this podcast. Um, in case you are curious about the Dive for Five standings, as of the end of Sunday, the Tigers, they're cheaters. They're they're way too good. They, they don't even belong on the list anymore. Rockies, 10th, 4-4-1. Twins, tied with them at 4-4-1. The Cubs, 8th, 4-3-3. Marlins, 7th, 4-3-2. Nationals, 6th, 4-2-4. Royals, 5th, 4-2-2. Pirates and Rangers tied at 3-5-6. Orioles, 3-2-8. And Diamondbacks, 3-1-9. The Cubs are .021 out of the fifth spot, give or take rounding. And the Cubs are .098 out of the third spot, again, give or take rounding. Tomorrow, 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 Cubs get the Reds. Reds had an interesting game yesterday, uh, Sunday. Um, Jesse Winker got injured. Nick Castellanos got tossed. Uh, So they were playing with their bench rather early. Castellanos got tossed in the first inning, barking at balls and strikes. Reds won anyway, despite their horrible bullpen, which should probably trade for somebody. So, um... Cubs get the Reds for three. Uh, who's the lefty? Miley? Wait, is it? Wait. It's uh, the lefty. I can't remember who it is. Um, Cubs are going Justin Steele. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, tomorrow at the uh, third spot, the Pirates play. The Rangers do not play. So... If any off chance that the Cubs do lose, if the Pirates win, then the Cubs um, catch up because the Pirates won. And if the Pirates lose, then the Cubs would catch up because the Rangers didn't play. So the Rangers being off uh, will play into it one way or another. And... If you don't win, you can't catch up. If you don't win, you can't catch up. And the Cubs and the Nationals are just playing absolutely brutal baseball these days. Absolutely brutal baseball. And 
if anyone is trying to blame it on the players, they're doing things wrong. Have a great uh, start to your week. Like I said, I'll probably have a podcast. I haven't figured, remembered what it is yet. Um, have a nice start to your week. Be safe. Be nice to others. And unless you're going to pay attention to the Dominican Summer League games or the Arizona League game, you get tomorrow off, except for the Chicago squad. Have a great, have a great work week.